Hey, 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 hey. Look at this, Brock. This has been a rough week. It's been a great week, but it's been a different kind of week. It's been a hard week, but it's been a week that opened my eyes up a little bit. Almost like I went to Tibet or something. <laughs> I've, I've been reading. I pulled out my cards. I, uh, I played solitaire. I saw that. You imagine me playing solitaire? You played solitaire with real cards too, <laughs> but not even on an app or anything. No, and the funny thing was is that I actually brought cards with me. I, I think I brought them on the road like a year ago to just do a deck of cards workout. And boy, did those fucking things pay off. And I have to say now, I'm into card games. You know, I'm back into cards. You know, you could just get an app right on your phone. <laughs> but see, I think it. I think it's telling when the, the way the times are though. Mm. It's better to have the real cards because I'm going to be on my phone, guaranteed. Right. I'm going to be on my laptop, guaranteed. I'm going to be watching YouTube. I'm constantly scrolling on my fucking phone, right? It's an addiction scrolling. And so why do I want to do an addiction scroll and play a game as well? Which would be a lot easier, don't get me wrong. Brother's got enough vices on the road. I got enough vices. (laughs) Does that take her? (laughs) Yeah, of course. I want to pop my first coldie. I'm going to pop one with you. I got a Sapporo, an ice-cold Sapporo, which is close to my favorite. Rock has an ice-cold Kirin. Ice-cold's probably being sweet about it, right? Yeah, it's, it's, L- a, little, it's a little warm. warm. <laughs> they, don't, they don't sell them very cold in the conveniences here, do they? I know, no. What's that about? I think they just move too fast. Because they just, you know, just buy them? Yeah, too fast. You yeah. know what's funny, too? So let me explain. We're in Tokyo, guys. Sorry. Explain. People, you know, when I, when I said that we were going to be recording from Tokyo, it, people were a little excited. They got excited. Well, I mean, this that's where it all started. There were some, like, responses, because sometimes we forget. Like, we joke around about hating the podcast. That's a lot, guys. We love to do this podcast. It's, we just make it a joke at this point. Because, like, I used to joke about being lazy in the ring, which turned into everyone going, oh, Machine Gun's lazy in the ring. <laughs> You're listening to what I say on here and turning it into something. They ain't lying. They, they ain't lying. <laughs> I don't want to do a lot, but I sure do do a lot. You know, there's obviously some fans that have been rocking with us since... The original version of Talk Shop was since 2014. Four, are you serious? 14? 14. Why do I always keep saying 16? No, because 16 is when we left. We we left and went to WWE in 16. It's been eight years. Eight years. Eight wow. full years in the summer of uh, <clears throat> of 2014. We created this. I would never consider ourselves originators of podcasts because I always got to give that love to Colt Cabana. Does CJ yeah. already have one? Jericho. Did Jericho. I don't think he had one in 14. Maybe not yet, right? I don't think he had one in 14. But when he busted on the scene, he eclipsed us, eclipsed us immediately. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, but people have said that yeah, they were like the OGs of it. I, I kind of forget that we kind of were, I guess. Not yeah. really, but like kind of. For wrestling, right? Yeah, for sure. Of guys for that wrestling. would like set up a fucking... We had a decent little mic set up for a while. I didn't even really know what a podcast was in 2000. Until I brought it up right. to you, Naked in the Sauna, which I always like to say. This is all true But how, how about my setup I got right now, Rock? Are you impressed? I walked in and this was not what I was expecting. I was expecting your phone, which we always do, yes. right there in the middle of the table. Yep. Us surrounded, huddled around it, yep. uh, nice and tight, drinking Kieran's and talking into it. But lo and behold, laptop is set up, audacity 
the program is pumping. Yes. And you got a road mic here from our good friends at Road who hooked us up with some sweet ass mics. Jason Turntable. Jason Turntable hooked us up. And uh, I got to say, super professional. Probably sounds great. Emilio's going to make this and slice it up and he's going to make it sound awesome. He's going to love it. I've got, I got something else for you too, dude. I got it. I got it in my garage. I just, I don't know how to set it up yet. It's, but it's, I need like Emilio who's hard to get on the horn because he's so busy now. Mm. He's, I need him or Jason from Road, who also lives in uh, Australia, because Road, thank you, Road, is, is an Australian company. I thought it was like I thought it was I like that. the UK or something. I go, are you in the UK, the right? The what? The UK. The UK. <laughs> See downtown. See downtown. <laughs> I thought it was the UK. He goes, no, mate, it's it's Australia. Went, oh, geez. He goes, they were an Australian company. I say, yeah, of course I knew that. I didn't realize he was all the way down in Australia. I was trying to get on the phone with me and teach me how to do this. I've got four. Stick microphones. I hook up into the pod, into the laptop. I've got a couple, whatever it does. I've got four microphones that can handle big stick, long ones. Oh and shit! Badass. That sounds awesome. No, they're great. It's gonna sound good. I just I gotta figure out how to figure it. You probably knew how could know how to do it. I just didn't even think about bringing them. Yeah, I could probably do it. Before I packed coming to Tokyo, like I said, I packed pretty quickly. Yeah. Drunkenly, I did a terrible job packing as well. I have nothing. I have like three pairs of underwear. What's because you're now in this new hotel <laughs> that has, or we're not the, to- the Tokyo Dome Hotel. We love socks. We, I mean, we love. We love. <laughs> but it's it's just it's old school now. We've been there. We've done that. We found out this new one in Shibuya, and it's got a fucking washing machine inside the room. Yeah, everybody has their own washing machine, so you can wash one. It doesn't cost money, and like yeah. so, so you just it's easy. It's not, it doesn't cost any coins. You don't got to walk anywhere. I mean, it's you right could, there. It's got a kitchenette you can cook on. It's got a, a, a stovetop gimmick. You can make some macaroni and cheese if you like. I mean, dude, you could you could boil some uh, some shabu shabu in that thing. That's actually a good idea. Get that from the convenience right now. Rock, what have you been up to? How's your schedule been? We have not had a chance to look at each other. And be in each other's grill like this, especially you've just been non-existent to this hawker shop world. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> See? Non-existent. People forgot what you sounded like. That's right. So you're back now. You're live. You're right here. Where have you been? I got to say now, we, we got recognized walking down the streets of Tokyo today, which I'm used to. I'm not used to my friend Rocky also getting recognized. I might have gotten recognized first. He got recognized first. <laughs> he, I might not have. <laughs> I would have thought he maybe he didn't know who I was until he threw the two sweet up. Then I went, okay, I'm good. I mean, I wasn't just Rocky's little sidekick on the floor. <laughs> but Rocky did get noticed, recognized first. Finally. 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 But you're... But you're Took eight years. What have you been up to? T- tell me what you've I been just, up to the last six months. Has your schedule been insane? Dude, I've been... Where haven't I been? That's the the question. I made, I popped over to Impact. We saw each other there. Obviously, some Impact stuff. We saw each other on New Japan Strong when you guys came through Philly, which is going to air this week. Uh, so check that out. And then um been making appearances AEW, getting beat up by FTR and Jeff Cobb and Ocon, and now getting ready for this big Chicago show. But I'm I'm here in Japan. The only reason I'm here in Japan is to renew my visa. That's the only reason you're here. That's the only reason I'm here. And why did you choose now? Was it was it close to doing now or would you want to hang out with the boys a little bit? Honestly, I kinda planned it. It kinda worked out the way, but I also you kinda, kinda planned, planned it, on, it on purpose to to be able to have this week while my visa is being renewed. Because I knew that you guys were going to be here so that we could hang out, pod, talk shit, and to be honest, just drink beers. You know, yeah, of course. But you, you know what's so good about you is you'll actually you'll actually do the pod. Like, I'll bring it up to Gallows and he'll change the subject. <laughs> does, well, he hate, does he hate the pod more than all of us? I don't think so. None of us truly hate it. It's just... Mm. It's just having to set it up and do it. It's like, right. we just, we, we're just not real... Uh, it, 
it's it's just extra stuff you have to do. Well, it's nice to do it on a day like this where you're not just rushing. Like usually when we're together, we're, we're wrestling, right? We have shows yeah. or whatever. So like to do it after the show, when you've been there all day, it's yeah. so hard to be like, oh, yeah, now let's go work some more. So it used to be fun to pod after the shows back in the day because we weren't as like we would have the match and leave and it's over. Now it's like you're there from one o'clock, 2 p.m., right? Oh, you're, you're running the whole show. Freaking day. Afterwards, you want to sit down and relax and like you want to get some food. And with the pod, you got to you got to be a little charismatic, you know, and you got right. to be able to turn it up a little bit. Yeah. So what that a lot of times I've noticed what that turns into is us being so hammered. It just makes no sense. <laughs> and we love that. Don't get me wrong. I, I think the last one that dude, I was so hammered. I, I, I dropped a <laughs> bottle of fucking something. I don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> It was, in, it was in Philly. It was in Philly. Anyway, not important. Mm. That was a good one. We did one, and then we invited Moose up. Mm. And we had one with Moose. It was great. That was a good one. But Moose couldn't believe it. Like, we didn't sit down one time. <laughs> we were standing, holding it. It was because we were so excited to get, just to get to be around each other, but we knew we had, to, we knew we had to do this podcast. Yeah, we didn't even sit down. The three of us are standing in each other's faces. Yeah, and I've got the mic, or I've got the phone just, just just shoving it in people's faces, making them do it. We did a 30-minute, 40-minute podcast with Moose, just so excited, just standing in the middle of Gallows' room. Have you, Rock, have you, with us? have you enjoyed your AEW stuff? I actually have. It's been really fun. Uh, this place been, is over, overloaded with wrestlers now, isn't it? A shitload of wrestlers, for sure. But it's fun. It's like, you know, it's live TV. Yep. There's always, like, awesome crowds. There's a fucking amazing there amount of big talent. Big-ass crowds there, Big-ass yeah. crowds. You know, and it's a big production, which is really cool, you know? So, like, uh, and obviously, like, the love that I've been getting, I've been having, like, a complete resurgence in my career because now yeah. people are like, oh, shit, we see you there. And, you know, in, indie bookings have gone up. Oh, very busy man. Oh, is that right? So what's the indie book? It's all What's your indie price nowadays? Did it pop up a little bit? It's gone up. It's gone up. I quite bet a it's, bit. I bet it's, it's gone up quite a bit. I bet it's more than what Larry Otto pays me. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for <laughs> like Scott, Scott messaged us the other day, which I did yeah. not understand. He goes, how much do you guys get for indies? And, like, I, and I wrote back, I was like... I don't wrestle any indies. You're like, we can't do indies. I don't, I, don't wrestle, I don't wrestle any indies. I said, the only indie I do is this is in a group text with Gallows. The only indie I do is Gallows is and he doesn't pay me worth a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. There's one Gallows said, like, Gallows sets our price, right? And he goes, I go, so is, is that the price we're always getting? He goes, yeah, yeah, that's the price we get all the time. I was like, but I'm not paying you that. <laughs> so well, I don't want to do your show anymore. He goes, huh? Yeah, you have to. You have to. It's, a, it's in your contract. <laughs> he got it slyly written into my contract uh, that I do Larry Auto Pro shows. <laughs> Fuck. They're easy and they're fun. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I've only done one Larry Auto Pro show. And to be honest, we had a blast. Yeah, that was great. And we tried to podcast that night and it completely was a worthless. It was hard. Yeah, yeah it, was, it didn't work out. Well, I've had a blast every time. We wrestled the Rock and Roll Express. There's something we talked about forever. Oh, how was that? Just sold that motherfucker out. Dublin, Georgia? Yes, there was 700 people there. It was amazing. Are you serious? Yeah. It Is was, that the famous arena where where, uh, where Laser, Laser went, almost died? Where Laser went down. Holy shit. Now, there's, a, there's an argument up to place, and don't get me wrong. The place was full house. If you were there in Dublin, Georgia, and you saw the Rock and Roll versus the Bullet Club. It was Laser's comeback. Tweet us. That's the issue. It was also no. Laser's comeback. Are you serious? I was just joking. <laughs> so I was telling Laser, I was looking around. I said, Laser, I said, all these people are here to see you, brother. And he goes, I know, man, I'm blessed. He said, now, don't get me wrong. There's a couple people here to see you. <laughs> I said, well, thanks, Laser. But they're, they're here to see you. I know. Uh, that's, that's Laser's home, man. <laughs> 
I mean, he went down hard. He should have. He shouldn't be here anymore, dude. God that, bless. It's one of the craziest clips I've ever seen. God bless Laser Wrestling. God bless Laser on that one. If you haven't seen that yet, would, would you be able to look it up? Laser, Laser diving from a ladder. Try that. Yeah, try it. See laser diving from a ladder in Dublin, Georgia. Try that. Larry Auto Pro. So and you've gone. So you 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 went to AEW a bunch. Yeah. We saw you at Impact. How? But let, uh, you, you did TNA back in the day. Did you, did you only do it that one time though. I think I only did like two times or something was, back in the day. Was Scott Demore there then too? Um, maybe the first time. I don't think he was there the second time. Because Scott Demore has swam in and out of this Impact thing. Scott has strangleholded it now. He's, he's the, in he's, charge. He's the guy. He's in charge of this thing. I think he saved it. No, he definitely did. He saved it, brought it back, and has put it now where you can you can look at it as a place to work. Right. A great place to work. Make a living. A great place. A great place to work. Great. A great place to make a living. And puts out a good product and is surrounded by good workers that not everyone might not know about yet. There's some that, you know, you got like guys like us. You got Rhino. You got Heath there. You got Kurt Hawkins or, uh, sorry, Brian Myers. Broski's there sometimes. Moose. Moose, who just signed a new contract. Great Eddie, pickup. Eddie Edwards. You got Eddie Edwards, who's one of the best. I think very underrated. Ace Austin Ace recently Austin, joined the Bullet Club. Did just, you know that? He's, yes, of course. He's, oh, were you a part of that decision? Well, I was asked about it. And you had to, is there, how, is there like a group meeting that you guys have? And then you guys have to put like a thumbs up or thumbs down type of thing? No. <laughs> it's whoever, it's, it's whatever Booker wants to put the sum bitch in. People would say, like, why did they let this guy in? Why did they let that guy in? And I go, man, guys, listen, man. Much as I, you guys got to understand, the person that makes the show gets to fucking put the person in the damn club. You know what I mean? Scott Demore. Scott Demore <laughs> wanted Ace Austin in there. And that's not saying that I didn't want him in there. I think that's a great, it's a great shot for him. You can hate on the Bullet Club all you want, no matter what. Of course, anything that's, that's done is successful is going to get hated on. But you can't deny that it's going to help to your career. 100%. I mean, like, you got him over here, didn't it? There's always like a storyline element of like, oh, if you join the Bullet Club, you then you know you're selling your soul because you know you're gonna make more money and you know you're yeah. gonna get like bigger. I mean, Ooh. and that's like a, but it's also true. Yeah, like it's it is cool. true. It's like a true storyline element. That's a good point. Thank you. Yeah. So Can I, think, I joined the Bullet Club. Then? I've been trying to been asking you. <laughs> I've been asking. I thought it was gonna happen. Too sweet me. So how are your MJPW Strong shows going, Rock? When's Doing the next well. one? So we got uh, June 19th uh, from Los a our home in Los Angeles, California. Yep. Hollywood, Vermont, June 19th. Yep. Hiroshi Tanahashi is announced. Jay White is announced. There's going to be a couple other folks from Japan. It's going to be fucking awesome, man. The Strong shows are like literally fun, awesome tapings. The one in Philly went a little too long. Mm. That, one, that one sent us. But like for some reason in LA, we can get out in like three three hours which is but the one nice. in philly it was stacked but it was also tv tapings though right which i didn't understand i didn't realize yeah strong is is like a tv taping so it's not like a pay-per-view like the other see I, I didn't realize what it was so yeah pay, the pay-per-view was the night before in washington dc okay but you guys impact. had impact yeah you guys couldn't make it i was gonna say though which was a sellout by the way yep and it was good but what but great it, the the philly show was too long but how mm -hmm. do i you can't say it's too long when the people reacted greatly the whole time Four-hour show. Yeah. And that being a four-hour show, they were hot until the last match. Were, so, they, were they hot at the last match yeah. or until the last match? No, they were hot the whole through night. The, through the, through last the last match. match what was the say. last match? 
Uh, like Tanahashi and uh, Chris Dickinson. Because we're excited to see Tanahashi. Of course, Dickinson's that's why he little, goes on last. Dickinson's a young little brother trying to get trying to trying to make a run in the game. Trying to make a name for himself. Has he been here yet? To Japan now. That's like his. That's his ultimate goal. Oh well, I think he's wrestled over here in Japan, but he hasn't come over for New Japan. New Japan, Japan yeah, though. yeah. But who yeah. did he wrestle for over here? I think GCW did some shows back in the day pre-pandemic, and I think he was on that. I want to say what? Where does GCW run shows at? Corican? Do no. they just rent it? No, not Corican. The smaller ones, like Shinkiba and those other small ones. That Interesting. Were, How yeah. do they do that? Well, they probably have like some kind Did of... Did Jimmy Suzuki do it for them? Yeah, some kind of Japanese sponsor probably helped them out to run the shows. But dude, GCW is is a pretty no, I know. big I, indie. But, but yeah. then was it too? This was right before it got bigger. I yeah. Think. yeah. No, I think GCW yeah. now has has a great name. They're, they're doing a great job. They're huge now. They're doing a really great job. Just surprising. I didn't realize back then that he came over here, though. I mean, Ring of Honor came a couple times, and even that seemed a little different. Yeah, I think they did three or four shows, but they were small. I think a couple hundred people. That's know? okay, though. Yeah, but, you know, Japan here, you can boot higher prices and stuff like that, so it, it's actually good. And did they bring all the GCW guys over? I don't think they brought a ton, and maybe like eight or ten, which is a lot. So this is our first GCW talk on here because I, I don't follow much independent wrestling. Or I'm surprised you even know GCW because I you do know, know you're a former WWF tag team yeah, champion of the world. True. 2012 G1 well, yes. climax. That's finalist. My, that's my claim to fame because mm. that because I sure I did WWE great, but everyone knows I was a brother before I went to WWE, so I wasn't just thrown into WWE. And by the time the people hear this, <clears throat> you could be a never open weight champion yeah as well i probably Possibly. will be it's dominion the second biggest pay-per-view that new japan pro wrestling puts on is it i think so november's a big one too in osaka right but i think dominion is technically the the second biggest really yeah how about the uh Rio goku in october that's a decent one. Oh, that one's pretty big too that one's pretty big too but uh, i think At dominion technically is because the, it's in osaka joe and i think that's a bigger stadium it's like a 14 is this? Oh, this isn't the, this isn't the usual Osaka arena. No, I think it's the big one. Osaka, the castle, the castle. Oh, hello. Have you been there? You never wrestled there, have you? Man, of course I've been up in there. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> my bad. 2012 G. I don't think we even did that until I, you left. We did the Osaka Castle, man. I did it a couple of times. Look it up. I I feel like for sure 14 or 15 we did an Osaka Castle. If you we sure did not, not Nagoya Castle. I'm not 100% sure, but okay. I would say I'm 95% sure Sorry, I did the Osaka man. Castle because I remembered it. I remember doing that was, it. Uh, Osaka Joe was the famous place that, um, well, obviously it was it was Jericho against Okada was a big one. But then that was Okada versus Omega, I think, the 90-minute the one that they did. Or well, maybe I haven't been the Osaka Joe Castle, but I think I have been, if you ask me. just Maybe just look up, when, was the, when did New Japan do the Osaka Joe Castle? What years? No, I don't think... Because uh, if they did it in 1415, I'd have been there. I don't think you've done it. I'm going to dispute that on the next week. If anybody, can, if anybody can find out that I did the Osaka Castle show, let me know, ever. Tweet us. I saw the, the clips Bitch. of Budokan. I have done Budokan. But I couldn't remember if I did it or not. But I have. Now that I saw it, I remember doing it. I'm pretty it. sure you've done Budokan. Because <clears throat> it looks like there's nothing around. I didn't realize. I thought, I thought it was a very small arena. Right. But it's really... I mean, it, it's tight. Yeah. But it's circular. Right. But I remember, I watched it, I go, man, it's smaller than I thought. Then I didn't realize there's the all the stuff around it. Right. I remember doing that now. Yeah. It's like in a weird hexagonal shape. Yeah. But, you know, that's where the Beatles played for the first time whenever they when they came to Japan. No, was, I didn't know that. It was the Budokan. That's pretty cool. So, 
I think I've gotten to do like three places that the Beatles did, three or four places now. You're a big Beatles guy. I love the Beatles. We did this, we did this promo last week really good with the Briscoes. It was great. We were talking about all the all the different arenas we've been in, all the stuff we've done, blah, 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 putting ourselves over. And I go, and look at us. O2 Arena, fucking the Beatles, Shakira, and the Good Brothers have all headlined that, right? So I remember being backstage at O2 Arena and seeing Shakira, a picture of Shakira. I'm going, oh gosh. A, she's hot. She's Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. And B, it's like, wow, it's pretty cool Shakira's here. But then I started thinking, I don't know if I've seen, if I saw a picture of the Beatles, but of course they've done it, right? I thought. And then somebody wrote, tweeted me and said, there's no chance. Dude. Like, there was a way after they were even, I was like, oh, but nobody said anything. I was like, 30 years after their prime, right? Yeah, for sure. Oh. The Beatles didn't do the O2. No, no. Well, good. They would have done Wembley, maybe. Oh, yeah. Possibly. Wembley Arena or Stadium? Stadium, maybe. Well, see, the Beatles didn't even do O2. I should say that. Even the Beatles, <laughs> even the Beatles didn't do O2. You are a big, are a big Beatles guy. Massive. Massive. What's your favorite Beatles song? Honestly, this is a John song that he wrote. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. I'm pretty sure he wrote that one. Imagine. Imagine putting my kids to sleep a lot. Oh, yeah? That's what I would always put Caden and and Silas to sleep with. You sing it to them or you play it? I'd play it and just... That's it. That was their sleep song. That's awesome. So now I hear it and it's like, fuck. It just gets me kind of like weirdly tired. A little emotional? Yeah. Because it takes me back to when they were babies. Yeah. So Christine, Christine would just play it. I don't know. She must have put it on. It's a the pretty kids. song, though. It is good. And the kids must have fell asleep right away. And then mm-hmm. so she just, that would it. Boom, right to that for four years because they, they just kept growing. That's awesome. And, you mm-hmm. know, they were still babies and fuck, it's insane. Let It Be, another great song by the Beatles. That was Yellow cool. Submarine. Yellow Submarine. What's another? It's a fun one to do at karaoke. Yellow that's, a good, that's a good Get one Get everybody you. screaming and stuff. That's Having a good, a good one for time. you. What are we going to do tonight, Rock. We're in Tokyo. I'm free. I didn't really explain this yet. Oh, yeah. Tell us. What well, you- I landed in, in Tokyo. So, guys, I tested negative for COVID the day before I flew, which was rules. You're supposed to do that. Right. I get on a plane. I fly. I land in Tokyo. And I, I tested positive. <laughs> I go, what? How? You know, I have obviously have no temperature. My oxygen saturation was perfect. I didn't have any symptoms. I missed the show in Tokyo. I missed the Budokan Tokyo show. And I got shipped to a Japanese government hotel for eight nights where you can't leave your room. I had all these grand grandeur plans to land. And t- I mean, I would have I came here. I would have fucking. We've been talking about this trip for like a month because it was going to be a food. And it was like literally going to be like a food tour. Foodie trip. Yeah. We're foodies. Foodie besties. We're, we're foodies now. Yeah. We're big, huge foodies. <laughs> I know. And then when I saw like Jay White got his number called, he went through. And then this other guy got called, he went through. Chase Owens got his call, went through. I was like, I got tested before them. And I went, impossible that it's going to come back positive. Impossible. Right. Because just yesterday or whatever it was, I was completely negative with, with the shove up my nose and the PCR, the doctors and everything. And so that's the weirdness with this, with this, uh, this sickness. Everyone stay safe. I felt great because I guess if I, who knows if I could have given it to some or somebody gave it to me, I didn't know. The real question. How did I get it? What the hell did you do for eight nights in a hotel where you can't leave? I went to Tibet in my brain. (laughs) I meditated. Full circle. I meditated. (laughs) I played cards. I was calling me and my kids were like, we don't always talk. This is a generation of where the kids don't talk on the phone a lot. Right. They love FaceTime, right? Not anymore. Oh, really? They're all because they're in a text to me. Oh. Like they'll text me and like I'll, so I'm like, well, let me call. They all have phones. They all have phones. iPads or phones. So the 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 three oldest have phones. Mm. The third one doesn't have connection. He can just use Wi-Fi. 
but the oldest two do, and they kind of need it now. They need phones because they're on the, they're on buses. What happened? Oh, I got a <laughs> you got cramp. I got a cramp in my head. You all right? I'm good. I'm good. Need a little water. Well, you have have water <laughs> since you're smashing beer after a workout. But to have to cramp it up on me. You are getting old. Uh, he just jerked us. What the fuck? You all right? <laughs> I could feel, you know, you could feel a cramp coming on. Uh, yeah. So, like, if you if you continue the, to do whatever movement or, or hand that you know formation that your hands in or whatever, then it, you have to pull it away, otherwise it'll it'll completely cramp up. And I was trying to avoid that, so I so I never like Bruce Lee. Either. This is what happens. Fast as fuck. When I first got abs, I started started getting ab cramps. Where like I'm just going ah, I'm getting stuck. <laughs> ah, and I couldn't believe what was going on. It's like trying to. It's the worst fucking uh, feeling. I don't get them right now. I don't have ass. <laughs> but it's the worst fucking, the absolute worst. Something gets stuck right here and just, you just can't get it out. It's insanity. Um, guys, as we wrap up here, what's, this is a good one here in Tokyo. Hanging out. This is just one of many that you guys are going to hear over the next uh, few weeks. Yeah, we got a couple more we got to pop out. We're doing some big stuff tonight. It's exciting. We're going to meet with Tiger Hattori. Legend, legendary tiger. Hey man, come eat, come eat, drink the wine, eat the sushi. Did he invite the sponsor? Who's <laughs> he invited the sponsor. He had to invite the sponsor. Thank God. <laughs> That's like legendary Nishimura would always ask the scout, you know. Yeah. And then we we show up and his guys there. <laughs> yeah, he's like little guy, he's a little nerdy guy. Yeah, nice guy. <clears throat> he's the guy that pays, of course, because Nishimura's not going to pay. He of could, course, but he doesn't want to. But why would he? Yeah. Why should he? He, he would. He doesn't care. But the bring, whole, bring the guy that wants the to. The whole reason you become a wrestler in Japan is to get free food. Fale said something hilarious. He goes, we're going to go, go to Papa San's, the Chinese restaurant. Really great place. I go, fuck, man. Uh, who, who are we going to take Who are we gonna take with us to, you know, pay for it or whatever? Or just to talk to Papa San make sure that, you know, everything's okay. And Fale goes, I mean, guys, fuck, we could pay for it. You know, <laughs> you know. Oh jeez! Oh no! Ooh. Good, good point, Fale. <laughs> I gotta get, we, gotta, we gotta get Fale on the pod. Finally, he's finally a good talker now. He's verbally, he's actually good verbally now. <laughs> he's like a, you know, he's like a motivational speaker, and he's right. doing good podcast. He, right. he actually could come on here and talk some really good stuff now. Finally, it's good. Um, guys, check out Dominion this week. Uh, me versus Tama for the Never Open Weight Championship. I was in the very first Never Open Weight tournament. Finals ever, man. You're a, you're been a, a finalist for a lot of things. Me versus Masato Masako Masato Masato Tanaka. Tanaka. Yeah, another yeah. legend. In a, another legend in a bad, really badass, badass match in front of like, isn't that weird? Small, sh- yeah, Shibuya or Shinjuku face, yep. Shinjuku, Shinjuku face, Shinjuku face, yeah, like three hundred standing fans. Mm-hmm. Hot though, but they were hot. It's a fun little room. It was cool. It was really cool. We had like a, we had a match that we did way too much. Mm. It's uncalled for, but it was right. good. Right. Really good. If you can find that somewhere, maybe you can find it. Maybe you can find it on NJPW World. Sign up for World. Watch that. Patreon.com backslash talking shop. T A L K. You almost forgot our S H O P. Talking shop. I haven't done it in a while. I'm drunk. I haven't been drinking in eight days. Two beers. I'm fucking seeing triple. Um, um, we're gonna be Rocky. doing a booze and bo- boozing with the boys pretty soon. Yep. So if you Coming haven't soon, if you haven't done one of those, or they're a ton of fun. Ten bucks a month gets you in, and uh, just sit there and get crump. We had a great group of people that chill with us, man. The Patreon. Oh, Memorial Day, that was fun. It was fun. It was very intimate. It was intimate. Very, it was wasn't great. very many of us, but we were just chilling. Yep. The ones that don't have anything else to do. <laughs> you only have for like two hours. People. Yeah. 
So, um, so yeah, come hang out with us there. Patreon.com backslash talking shop. And uh, fuck, I guess we'll see you next week. Yep, we'll see you next week. Me and for me and hey, me and Rock will see you next week for sure. We're gonna try and get us a guest in here. Thanks for all the love, boys. I'm gonna smash this beer. If you ain't got your beers, turn it up. See ya. What? Well,